Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I am your announcer, Reverend James of FolkConjure.com, located in the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. In just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-hosts, Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjureman of ConjuremanConsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we welcome. We will be joined by our special guest, JD of HoodooHouseDetroit.com in Detroit, Michigan, bringing us today's Oracle Hour topic on the pendulum boards and charts. They will take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, root work as divined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodoists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who have signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first let's catch up with our co-hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman. How are you guys doing today? Oh, just barely in. And you, I noticed you covered in case I wasn't. That was well done, James. Um, yes, thank you. I just made it in. I sliced my finger open on no. broken candle glass. Oh, and, no. Do you oh, need yes. a bandage? And, um, I'm, yes, I need a Band-Aid. Um, I need some Ooh. warm water because I, it's, I'm completely covered with candle gunk, bleeding all over. I have a, a paper napkin wrapped around my finger. It doesn't hurt. It's just needs to be washed. I can hear him running down the hall. Sorry, guys. That's the reality uh, in a candle shop if a candle Ooh, wow. glass But what a trooper and, you made it. I made it. <laughs> I barely made it. Um, but we had a wonderful time in the shop up till that moment. Uh, we had a lot of good walk-in visitors, customers. I got to give my lecture on the um, on the Eight of Pentacles yet one more time to a woman who wanted to have a business of her own. <laughs> and I was like, and do you have business cards? And we started with that. And so we had a wonderful time and a uh, nice wholesale customer came in with her and then we had a family who um, the woman has signed up for my course but her son now wants to sign up for the course as well and uh, so we just had a great old time with them so it's been a busy busy day I'm out of breath uh, the wholesale web page is live 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 oh and here comes my savior um, I'm going to need a bowl of warm water to wash this first because it's like it's you know, disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, and uh, so, thank you, honey. This is like emergency medical technician in the radio control booth. Um, so the wholesale um, 
page is live. So if you all are interested in buying wholesale from LuckyMojo.com, it is LuckyMojo.com forward slash wholesale, which is W-H-O-L-E-S-A-L-E dot H-T-M-L. And you will find what looks the same as our regular complete inventory, but these are wholesale prices. And the wholesale minimum regrettably has been raised from 150 to 200. But that's in keeping what's been happening to us because we've had our vendors raising wholesale minimums to 600 from 500 and to 1500 from 500. So we're just trying to stay afloat with what the other wholesalers are doing. And so 200 is the wholesale minimum, and you have to order three of each kind. Now, the ordering three of each kind was what we always had, nothing new there. And But if you order, when you order one, what happens is you'll get a little alarming, um, oh, thank you, sweetheart. Oh, the beautiful Decumber Bowl. Oh, how lovely. From the Decumber Hotel. Oh, my gosh, that is so great. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Now he's going to wipe my hand off because I'm holding Aww. the phone with the other hand. What a nice... Oh, he's using soap. He's so good. Um, it's this finger. It's that finger. Ah, thank you. Is it still bleeding? No, it's beginning to close up. Great. Okay. On we go. Dry it off. The show went well without us last week. Oh, good. Oh, the show went well without us. We almost didn't have me right now. Okay. I think it's... it's um Yeah, it's just leaking now. It's not bleeding so bad. Okay, let's put a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> this is like right here, live, ER. Okay, big fatty. Yeah. Oh, it's still it's still bleeding. Just took a moment there. there. And um, so anyway, you can order wholesale, but you have to order three of each kind. And there it is. And um, thank you all for, for running the show uh, without us. Hopefully you had fun away. I heard barbecue and ice cream would had. Oh yeah, we had a wonderful time. And um I gotta put this band aid on. Hold on. Self serve band aids. There we go. Thank you, hon. All done. Okay, take take away the dirty water and that beautiful decumber bowl. I had bought I bought this restaurant wear bowl from the Decumber Hotel and it's a giant serving bowl. Huge, like for serving mock turtle soup or something. It's big. And he and um I said, What will we ever use that for? And he brought the warm water to bathe my injured hand. What is what a darling husband. I am out of breath. My adrenaline is beginning to wear down. Calm down. Take a deep <laughs> breath. You didn't lose your entire fingertip. No emergency. Um just a big stab wound. Um, so how are things in your life, Conjurmena? <laughs> things are things are well. No blood. <laughs> but it, these are the realities of being a, a root worker and a shopkeeper and working with candles. You know, you, you get burned, you get cut. These things absolutely happen. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I have... I don't know the number of times I have accidentally singed my finger trying to snuff out candles. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. Much just, I, oh, yes. You. I think I think someday someone needs to talk about how uh, you could probably tell a root worker by their fingers. <laughs> you <could> probably, <laughs> if you if you touch the, a, a person's fingers, like in the same way that you you can tell calluses is a person who works with their hands, right? Or you yes. can tell who's a violinist because of the calluses on their fingers or guitar. The same thing I think you could tell a root worker because our fingertips are either always got some type of root on them, they smell yes. like oil, 
or they've been cut or burned. Yes, the, the smell of oil. The funny thing is, although I cut myself, I also have the beautiful smell of I can, you can't oil See? all over my hands, right? Because that's what I was working on, right? It's like, whatever. It's it's life. <laughs> that is life, yeah. So I'm I'm with you when you walked in and you're like, I've cut my finger. I'm like, yeah, that's that's the life of a root worker. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> happens. I hope you all are staying uh, cool. It's been really hot, uh, but fortunately, I think the weather has gotten a little bit better. The sad thing is I hear that this coming week is going to be hot again. We've reached record temperatures, and this is so annoying. And you and I have talked about this, Kat. It's like every year is record temperatures. It's no longer like, oh, you hit record temperatures once, maybe every few years. Every year you keep breaking records. So I heard that there are certain places in Southern California away from where I'm at. I'm really curious about how Deacon Millet in the high desert is surviving because I heard it hit triple digits very easily and broke records in certain parts of, of California and in Arizona and New Mexico. And I'm sitting here going, oh, God. So I've been hiding away in air conditioning and fully yeah. intend to avoid the heat until it goes away. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, when I left the shop, it was 99 in the shop. Yeah, it's, it's no And uh, it, they said it would get up to 101 before the day was over. Oh, Northern California, the weather just rises and rises till sunset and, and it goes and down. And we should point out that a cat in Northern California has, in my opinion, the best weather in Northern California. It's the most temperate yes. place in yeah. California. So when it's hitting 90 <laughs> and when it's hitting 101, that tells you something. Yeah. That tells yeah. you something. Yeah. I get to give a shout out here to Angela L., uh, she wrote, love the squeaky door. I always think Shiva enters. I didn't know y'all could hear that squeaky door. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, it's really loud. <laughs> it's really loud. We live in an old house that was built in 1875. And this is the, the only ambience. door in... This is the only door in the house that's this squeaky. And um, there used to be a, a radio show that opened with this squeaking door. It was a horror, you know, mystery show. And I always thought it was scary. And when this, I never fixed this door because I liked it. So I didn't know that it picked up for the radio. That's great. But yes, that's it what it means. Character. Shiva has entered. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay. Um, well, let's move right along. <laughs> Moving right along. Oh, by the way, I want all of you all to go to YouTube and look up a YouTuber named Metal Leo. M-E-T-A-L, next word, L-E-O, Metal Leo, and look down, hmm. look up his YouTube videos called San Francisco is Closed. This is just a guy on the street with a phone walking down Market Street, walking down the Embarcadero in San Francisco showing you the closed buildings. In particular, Market Street is scary enough, but if you go to the Embarcadero Center, it's fucking weird. So, and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't editorialize. He just like, here you go. All these shops are closed. So I was talking with uh, Deacon Millet this morning about this. I said, what about Baltimore? He goes, oh yeah, same thing in Baltimore. There's whole areas that are closed and, and they don't know what to do. And um, so... He thought it was just Baltimore, of course. He thought, yeah, he thought it was just Baltimore. I thought it was just San Francisco. And I know that the Santa Rosa, which is my, our local city state, um, the Santa Rosa Press Democrat runs a little monthly column, Restaurants Closed This Month. 
And I'm like, really? That's like there's enough of that to have a running column on it? But there is. And um, and every once in a while, someone's fool starts a new restaurant only to have it close. So um, we're living through some interesting economic times. And, um, oh, and Venus retrograde. Okay, can we just say Venus retrograde and then quietly walk away? Can we just drop that right there, Conjurman? <laughs> yes, Venus retrograde. <laughs> Venus retrograde, if you don't know what it is, don't ask, okay? Yes. Because it fucking sucks. And yeah. it's I always tell people Venus retrogrades are actually way worse than Mercury retrograde. You can still oh, yeah, go with yeah, the yeah. flow with Mercury retrogrades, but when Venus goes retrograde, like everything falls apart. Yes, um, including you can't pick the right paint color and also, okay, yeah. oh, yeah, everything. I mean, you know, whatever. Harmony, justice, beauty, all those things. Go oh, my God, Shiva, the sprinklers. I left, um, shit, I, the sprinkler is on. I'm sorry. I, was in I turned it off. The one up, up, the one on the um, Althea Zabrina. I don't know about that. I'll go look. The one on the Althea Zabrina by the nest. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll fix it now. Good, thank you. Oh shit! We're we're putting out fires. So what, okay, and so what that was, was about triage. was my dear my dear darling daughter Althea wanted to me to help her pick paint chips, and like the the you know paint chip picking process has turned into a nightmare of not picking paint chips because you know Venus retrograde. And I just was thinking the name Althea, and I thought, oh my God, I had put a watering sprinkler on the Althea Zabrina plant, and my daughter's plant is being flooded right now. All right. Lord have mercy on us. Let us take another deep breath and recalibrate and say hello to JD, our guest. Welcome back. Hi, Condorman Ali and Miss Cat. Thanks for having me again. It's great to be here. Um, so any um stabbed fingers, sprinklers left on, paint chips missing? How's your life? Uh, it's good. I have not stabbed my finger yet, so that's a plus. Um, I do have lots of um, injuries from gardening, like without knowing why. For example, I got like scratches on my legs from the wires or pruning rose bushes, but um, those are just minor injuries on my end. Well, good for you. I, I have to just attribute my um, finger stabbing here to um, – the planet Uranus, um, which is the planet of accidents, uh, coming across my sun. And, mm. um, yeah, so, and I've been going, okay, no accident so far, but it just hit my sun today. Isn't that lovely? Kaboom. Mm. I stabbed my finger with glass. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all right. Well, Sometimes J.D., <laughs> Astrology to the explanation, but not the rescue. Um, so, J.D., today you're bringing us a wonderful topic, a topic I have both ranted and raved about positively and ranted and raved about negatively, and I'm going to um, just say a couple of things about it before we get started. This is a workshop, a tutorial. Get out your notepads, folks. There will be a chat log later um, about... Um, I mean, the chat log will be available later in the archive is what I mean. This is about using um, pendulum charts and pendulum boards. Now, first of all, we need to define what that is. Um, so 
A pendulum is a weighted object on a uh, chain or string or cord, and usually at the other end, the, uh, uh, there's a little knob or ring or something to hold to keep it steady in your hand, and you swing it back and forth, and you can have yes and no answers or maybes or um, so forth and so on. We've had several workshops here on the radio on pendulums, and so I'm hoping someone will uh, post a couple of those. We've had Stuart Palm on pendulums and so forth. Well, most people work pendulums just over a table. Some, like me, will sometimes work it over a tarot card if you want to ask a yes or no question about the tarot card. But pendulums do a lot more than yes or no. And in order to get those different answers, people have created pendulum charts and pendulum boards. Now, I've um, written a bibliography, and Shiva just put it up, the Yippie Dowsing Divining Rod and Water Witching Pendulum Divination Bibliography. And this bibliography reviews books about dowsing. And in this set of reviews, you will find a review of something called The Pendulum Book of Charts by Anne Williams. And you'll also find a review of a book called 99 More Ways to Use the Pendulum by Susan Bacon Trumpfheller. She also did one called 99 Ways, and I have that too, but it didn't come out of storage apparently. So um, what people do with pendulums is try to work out ways to count because there should be more than just yes, no. And the most common form of pendulum chart, it looks like a protractor. It's a horizontal line with an arc of half a circle with dividing uh, radial lines. Also, we did in the advertisement for this show, and if you're at Blog Talk Radio, you'll see in the slideshow the picture of a pendulum board that was made by Melanie Huffine, a former member of AIR. And she made this herself with burned wood. And many people do make their own pendulum boards. You can have letters of the alphabet. You can have signs of the zodiac and so forth. With that said, I'm also going to just say one more thing before I turn this over to J.D., Many people don't use pendulum charts or pendulum boards because they visualize them in their head. But when you get down to things like numbers and letters, there are too many to kind of divide up 26 letters on an arc. So with that, I'm going to turn this over to J.D. Thanks, Ms. Kat. So today I was coming on to talk to us about pendulum boards, and as Ms. Kat has gave a great introduction on how to, what they look like and how to use them. And I did want to shout out that if you have the red folder handy, uh, that's something you can grab out right now because pages 21 through 24 actually covers uh, pendulums, and that's from the 2017 Hoodoo Heritage Festival. And it actually has uh, the pendulum that I'll be using later for the reading, which is how Ms. Kat described it. It has a like a 180-degree angle across from it with a half arch that has A through Z. On the outside, it has the zodiac signs. In the center, it has a yes, yes, and a no, no, and then numbers. So this is a simple one where you can use um, the pendulum to help you decipher yes or no questions, to determine letters of names or letters of people. Honestly, if you're looking for herbs that would help you and asking which letter to look up, you can ask questions about the zodiac sign 
when whether it be a person sign or it be a person's um, you know planetary sign or if you ask what sign something will happen so if you're like when will I get my new job you could ask which planetary sign it will be in when you get that new job two other ones that I brought with me today uh, one of them is similar to that but it's, it's a circle um, and it is uh, burnt wood as Miss Cat mentioned um, and at the top is yes and then the bottom is yes and then to the left and the right is no and if you were looking at like a clock the three o'clock and the eight o'clock is unsure and the eleven and the four o'clock is uh, rephrase the question on the outer mm-hmm. circle are the faces of the moon uh, so this is a one where you could ask your yes no rephrase because some, sometimes at least my experience with working with pendulums is making sure your wording is very accurate um, if you ask if John Smith loves you and there are a million John Smiths in the world you should be more specific for a better answer so that's where the rephrase comes in um, but because if you work with the lunar calendar you could then ask when things will happen based on the moon phase so will I get asked for a new job this month and what moon phase will it be when um, so that gives you a little more options and diversity in reading okay i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna just jump in before it scrolls away dr sweets who's a regular in our chat asked is there any particular spirit of truth you guys venerate and then call on to facilitate your pendulum work i don't think we're going to be able to answer that on this show because that's a different question um I'm just going to say everybody for themselves on that one. But go on. I'm sorry to interrupt you, J.D. No problem. Thank you. Um, The second board I have is much more intricate. Um, This one starts with various – it's a circle. It starts with the center where it has yes at the 12 o'clock and the 6 o'clock. It has no at um, like 9 o'clock and, you know, 3 o'clock. And then it has possible – on two ends and has, you know, check again on the opposite end. That's the first circle. The next circle is the on the next layer outward. So imagine you're looking at an onion. The first circle is the yes-no combination. The next layer, which is a little bit wider, is the days of the week. So it goes Monday through Sunday. The next And this layer, is in a circle. This is a circle, not a half circle. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I'll get to the downside of working with this, too. There's a pro and a con to it. So the the days of the week are the next outline, and then the next layer of this onion is the zodiac signs going all the way around in 12. The next hmm. circle is the alphabet followed by numbers. And the final circle is the months of the year. Wow. So um, I got to interrupt because I'm trying to visualize. When you said the alphabet followed by numbers, is it like A through Z and zero through nine on one circle, or are those separate circles? Good question. It is A through Z and then a space and then one through nine, like you said. So um, it's almost like the alphabet is two-thirds of the circle and then the numbers are one-third. Okay, got it. I understand. There is space between them. So one of the great things about this is you can ask yes or no questions, and then you can start getting more detailed about days of the week, zodiac signs, um, numbers, letters, even months. 
the downside is because it's this big circle and you're you're holding the pendulum, you know, with your arm resting the best you can, that uh, it can become a little awkward <laughs> using that big space because you have to, what I find myself end up doing is holding the pendulum sturdy and moving the pendulum board. So if I wanted mm. to go, which is kind of weird, you know, it actually, if it was on like a lazy Susan, it might actually be better. Um, but because holding it through all the other ones and moving your arm around it kind of makes it a little more awkward to use. But, you know, with a little practice and a little ingenuity that you can actually come up with some, you know, awesome like ways of working with it and get a lot of great information. Um, that's my most in-depth one that I use. Um, can I throw a couple out? Is it okay if I tell you a couple other ones? Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to hear all it, ones. It, now, I, I have found that the half-circle kind is easier to work with for most people because you don't have this thing of the ever-increasing circle, right? So... Here is one. This is from the Pendulum um, Book of Charts, and this is called Moods, and there's a horizontal line. And then there are these rays, and they are marked anxious, flexible, vulnerable, confident, courageous, uncertain, fulfilled, despondent, supportive. And they just go all the way around to apathetic. But what I don't like about this chart is that, like, Happy, cheerful, apathetic doesn't seem to me to go be should be next to each other. And anxious, flexible, vulnerable doesn't seem like they should be together. I would think of these moods as a continuum. This would drive me crazy, and I'd have to rewrite the chart. Okay? Next chart. This one is called Tolerance and Actual Stress. This has a horizontal line with zero at the left, 100 at the right, 50 straight up at the meridian, and then it's just, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. This chart is actually useful because you can recast the numbers to be whatever you need them to be. For instance, how far deep will I find water? And it'll say 60, right? And then you go, is this, you know, 60 or 600? You can just multiply up by zeros if you want to. Or you could say, how tolerant am I of this environment or how stressful do I feel now if you need to have a pendulum tell you if you can't communicate with your own brain cells but you might also ask how stressed out is this other person and so that's an interesting one and it can be used for facts as well as for moods and uh, and other things the next one is called color rays so here we have a horizontal line with nothing on it and then we have um seven color rays and these are um from left to right red orange yellow green blue indigo violet so these correspond to the seven rays of theosophy and the ascended masters and so forth and so on but those color rays also refer to seven colors of candles and also to the colors of the seven planets. So you can substitute in anything that would be based on seven, like days of the week, if you wanted to. Mm. So this is a really pretty chart because it actually is printed in color in the book. Um, and the next one after that in this book is um, called Profession Indicator. And so here we have a horizontal line with nothing on either end. And now we have professions, doctor, therapist, secretary, printer, poet, nutrition, not nutritionist. She thinks like that just drove me crazy. And one called non-traditional, writer, engineer, artist. There doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason for why these people are near each other. Why is 
musician, teacher, actor next to each other, a sports, own business, professor. I don't know. They just, they're not alphabetical. They're not in terms of training. Again, this is one of those things that I would redo it if I did it. But on the other hand, um, it's a useful chart if you want to know, for instance, oh, my client is being oppressed by somebody and their occupation. I don't know what it is. Let's try the pendulum. Then there's another one called answers. And literally, it is a half circle divided with no on the left and yes on the right. I don't think you need a book to tell you that. Okay. And um, the final one is called the nutrient chart. And this is very useful, used a lot by New Age holistic practitioners. So we have a horizontal line, and it's divided into three parts. The left side is called deficiency, the middle is called balance, and the right side is called surplus. And deficiency ranges from critical, severe, and mild. Balance is normal, and surplus ranges from mild, severe, to critical. So here you would talk about, do I have enough potassium? Do I need more magnesium? Um, you know, am I, am I getting enough protein, right? And it will tell you, and I've used this chart with clients and with myself, and it actually does work. On the other hand, do you need a printed chart? Maybe not. Maybe you just know your scales. Remember I mentioned the 0 to 100 scale, and you might work it that way. Or you just might visually map. It's very useful for people who need to have something under their pendulum to look at. So that's what I'm going to bring to the table are these half-circle charts. Um, now let's bring in Contraman. Do you have any pendulum charts that you found useful? Yeah, I mean, first, this is a really great topic because pendulums are incredibly accessible as a divination tool. And we've talked about in Oracle Hours, I mean, one of the reasons we, we came up with the Oracle Hour is to introduce people to all the complex ways that people use divination, from simple techniques to the most advanced. And the overarching theme that we've been finding is that there's sort of two styles of divination, those that are accessible and those that require some level of learning. Uh, something like astrology requires learning. It involves learning a whole symbolic language, a lot of technical terms. You're reading book after book if you're going to do astrology. On the other hand, if you are, um, if you are dealing with something like the pendulum, that's something you can learn intuitively. But one of the things you encounter with the pendulum is that there's, there may be limitations. You're limited yes or no questions, and then you get a maybe. Uh, and you can maybe But one of the things these charts and boards do, and why, why I love that J.D. brought this, is it allows you a lot of complexity. It allows you to get even more detail. You go from yeses and nos to even more information just using the pendulum. What you're doing is developing a language so that the pendulum can speak to you. And I've done that. I've got a board. So the board that I use is wood. It's also burnt. It has uh, the alphabet. It has numbers. I don't have the months, but I use the numbers in that regard. Is it the second month? Is it the third month? And then we break it down. Is it the second week, the third week? And I can use the pendulum that way. But what I also have is a wheel that has been cut into quarters that uh, represent the four elements. And that helps me to determine, is this curse a fire curse? Is it a water curse? This person doing bathing working or fire working? Should my client do candle magic? Should my client do incense, etc.? 
and I have the seven classic planets on there. And from there, I can derive all sorts of information because those act like filing cabinets. So professions, I ask, what's a good job? And I hold it over the planets, and it will say, ah, Mercury. So that tells me it's a mercurial profession. You should look at should look at you should look at speech writing, etc. So uh, on the, my board includes numbers, uh, letters, numbers, the elements, and the planets, and that's how I use my pendulum. Wow. Okay, we've got some good questions. We have very few minutes here before we get to them, so I'm just going to uh, jump in real quick. Um, so. Um, uh, JD says, make sure to cleanse and prepare the pendulum and also train mm-hmm. it for the work. Yeah, I usually just kiss mine to cleanse them, but that's just me. But we do train them, absolutely train them. Um, so um, I now I've already forgotten who answered this, or who asked this. I think it was Dr. Sweets. Could we use a tripod to hold the pendulum? Nope. That is not going to work for you. And what you want to do is go to my bibliography and read the um, entry to opening to the bibliography where I talk about the idiomotor response. So that's Pendulum 101. And you could also go back and listen to some of the other shows. Um, if it was just a, um, a, a, a machine, it, it, would be, it wouldn't have to be connected with you. And Jesus123 um, asked about um, uh, – pendulum answers which were becoming wrong recently and um and i said reset by asking questions to which you know the answers am i donald trump it should read no am i Catherine ironwood well in my case should read yes if you're getting out of sync on things that you actually know the answers to you would then go starting with cleansing your pendulum cleansing yourself and maybe asking your pendulum pendulum are you a good pendulum are you dead are you working here and maybe get a different pendulum always stay in touch with your pendulum i've had pendulums that have just sort of gone off on me <laughs> she asked cleansing by kissing no i just don't i mean i just good good luck have a good luck now i'm going to drop you and let you read you see i don't cleanse it that's just me um and yeah so those are some of the um the things that we do, who we who work with pendulums use. But the thing about charts, because this really is about charts right now, the thing about mm-hmm. charts is there's no end to the making of charts. I've seen charts with, all, like the periodic table yeah. of elements practically on them, you know, um, again, in terms of uh, nutrients. I've seen charts with uh, numbers, you know, like from 1 to 100, and so forth, to be used for how much someone likes someone, how how attracted they are. Um, I've seen charts used for many, many things, and they they are a really cool Mm -hmm. idea, especially for professionals who work with clients. If you have a bunch of these laminated charts or use a pendulum board on wood with, you know, pyrographic burned wood, beautiful... um, tool to have in your office. You're building a language, in other words, for the pendulum to use. So it can be anything you connect with. It could be a set of symbols. It can be things. Hell, you can put the, the Myers-Briggs on there. You know, is this introvert, extrovert? Is it feeling? Is it sensing? Is it thinking? Is it judging? Or whatever it is, right? Intuitive or thinking. I forget what the Myers-Briggs is. Whatever it is, you're building a language. And the pendulum is the way that you can connect. So yeah, I completely agree. You, there's nothing stopping you from having more than one 
of these uh, uh, boards. You can have right. more. And maybe for certain situations, you use one, and for another, you use another. There, back in the um, back in the um, early '90s, there was a, a company that sold um, beautiful pendulum boards that were fairly small. You could buy the pendulum, but you didn't need to buy the pendulum. They just made these boards that were on a they were a heavy duty black um, plastic with gold printing on them, really nice. And they had you know, all kinds of charts on them, mostly square. They didn't do the half circle type chart. I've also seen readers at uh, psychic fairs where I read who had printed out charts that were laminated. You know, they made a photocopy and laminated them. And so these are in stiff lamination, mm-hmm. not flexible. And so you have a question about, um, you know, will I be able to save enough money to get a down payment on my car in the next three months? And they would put out a pendulum that has one month, two months, you know, a chart that would be that way and read it that way. Now, you can do this with no charts, and you can just do yes, no, and more in the style of eaching, ask opposing questions, and so forth. But the use of charts, if they are pretty, is valuable for clients because they kind of get it, what you're doing. But ugly charts, and I have seen a few, really don't do much for you as a reader because they just look ugly. You know, I mean, you know, but I'm talking about the use of charts in front of clients, particularly at psychic fairs. Also, anybody who has a good little laminating machine and has some photography uh, skills and typography skills and a little bit of artsy craftsiness can make pendulum charts and sell them laminated. And I've seen people do that. Oop, and there's our music coming up from far away. There really is more. This is, well... So these Oracle Hour shows, we just try to make a real quick dive into what we're going to do. And today, we're going to read with pendulum charts for our clients. So the intro is always just very swift on these, and we're going to do two. So let's turn this over to James. Thank you, Miss Kat. Stay tuned. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour with your hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman. And this week's special guest, J.D., will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners and answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down-home conjure remedies and remediations. Our call-in clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through Blog Talk Radio or via telephone by dialing 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the forum and you have not already done so, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, Reverend James, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller. Our caller is Diane calling from area code 949. Diane, are you there? Yes, I am. Wonderful. And am I correct that you have not had any reading on this situation before? Is that correct? Yes, yes that's okay. correct. Okay. Thank you. 
And she writes, my daughter seems to be angry a lot at me for it seems the slightest things. I wonder because whatever I say seems it's a problem. I wonder what her issue is, but moreover, I don't want my granddaughter involved in this. Turning it over to you, Miss Kat. All right. Um, well, what I'm going to do is, um, since I talk to the most, I'm going to turn this over. <laughs> I'm going to turn this over to Contraband to do the first reading. JD will do the second reading, and I'll do the root work advice. Diane, let me ask a couple questions. Uh, first, how old is your daughter? Oh gosh, <laughs> I think she's thirty-eight. Okay, so you think she's thirty-eight? That's fine. Uh, and what is your sign of the zodiac? I'm Aquarius. You're an Aquarius, and your daughter? Oh, she's a Virgo. <laughs> she's a Virgo. <laughs> the way you said that, oh, she's a Virgo. We love our Virgos. Um, yeah, they, 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 there's some challenges there between the uh, Virgo and Aquarius, immutable yeah. uh, earth and fixed air. There can be some, there's some definite tensions there. Uh, that day. What I'm going to do is actually going to pull out my pendulum, and my pendulum is made out of uh, amethyst, and I've got my board here, and I'm just going to first ask a couple yes or no questions to see if, uh, you know, if we can get to the bottom of the matter, and then we can use the board to get further details. Now, uh, I should note that someone asked earlier if uh, we use some type of higher spirit with pendulums. And in my case, I do. I work with a spirit of divination who can communicate with a pendulum, but it's only one way to do it. So the first thing we're going to check is, is there a curse or something that has been placed on this family uh, that causes tensions and fighting and, and discord? And it's swinging from side to side, which for me is no. It tells me, is this tension building up over something innate, something else rather than what is on the surface? Okay, it's swinging forward and backwards. That tells me yes. This is very clear. The front to back is a yes for me. From side to side is a no. So this is very clear. There's tension here is based off of something. There's something that is harboring. Is this related to something in the past? Yes, a very strong yes. This is actually very definitive. So something happened, and it's been festering for a while, which is why it's now manifesting in these schools and fights and arguments and fighting you on things that may not even be related and may not even be rational. You might be like, why is she fighting over this with me? Or why is she arguing over this? Um, but there's mm -hmm. something, there's like a built-up resentment is what the pendulum is indicating to me over something else. Uh, can this be resolved? between the two of them. Okay, so now it's going in a circle clockwise that tells me yeah, maybe, maybe. Is there a requirement to do root work to resolve this? Yes, very strong yes. Okay, I'm going to bring this down to stop. You live together, right, or separately? No, she lives separately. She's married. Okay, let's see here. I'm away going to be the answer. Because I was going to ask, if you live together, should you separate physically? But now I'm going to ask about a time. Should there be a separation in regards to time? 
No, I'm getting a no here. So the indication is that you shouldn't actually take time away. Instead, some type of work is required. Okay, so let's ask, what type of work should we do here? I'm going to move this over to my circle that has been cut. And we're going to see where the pendulum moves towards. It moves towards the element of air. Okay, so some type of work around incense, the influencing of the mind, uh, to cool things off, to bring clarity, to resolve. I would probably do, and this is Miss Cat will know exactly what I'm talking about, but some type of work about influencing the mind to reveal what the actual problem is. There's an internal matter. Something has happened from the past that has now been built resentment. She may even be doing it unconsciously, but there's a very clear indication that she's holding on to something and blaming you for whatever that was or mm -hmm. feeling resentment towards you for whatever that is. And now that's manifesting in all sorts of other fights. It's, it's souring the relationship more broadly than that one issue. And that needs to be addressed. In order to do that, you're going to have to work with the element of air. You're going to have to work with a root work. And you're going to have to do some emotional uncovering work that will help to address whatever that singular problem is. Once that's resolved, that will help to smooth out all these other fights and squabbles. It's not going to mix the relationship. It's not going to make it perfect. There's going to be some tension there. But there is like a core problem, a core issue that needs to be addressed and where you, you kind of have it out and clear the air, so to speak. Using air magic, that will really work in that. I'm going to ask one final thing. I'm going to say, okay, how many months is it going to take to resolve this matter? Okay, so now it's moving to the number one. One month. Can we resolve this within a matter of weeks? And if so, how many weeks? Okay, three. So this can be resolved within about three weeks, but it may require consistent work within that time period. So what does the pendulum reveal? There is the core of this problem is actually a past event. I'm not sure if this past event is, is a familiar to you or you know about it, but this person has built some resentment. Your daughter has built resentment towards you about this issue. And that issue is now, because it's unresolved in their mind, in her mind, it's now spilling over into all these other aspects of the life and souring the relationship. In order to address that, you're going to have to do air magic. You're going to have to work over several weeks to address the mind. And it can be resolved within that month. And that will help to smooth over the fight, the period of peace. I'm going to turn this over to JD, who's going to do your next reading. Thank you. Miss Cat will give you some new work. Hi, great. Thank you. Hi, Diane. Um, Hi. I Hi, I'm going to now do a pendulum reading for you as well. Um, I am using a chakra pendulum, and I am using the um, spirit, uh, the board that we talked about earlier, where it is a, a half moon. So the first question mm -hmm. I ask, Diane's mother currently have a problem or angry with her? And the answer is no. Um, so at this very moment, she's not. Diane's mother has a problem with her and her lifestyle. And the I'm, answer is I'm no. I'm Diane. My daughter is Diane. Uh, sorry, Jimmy. Sorry, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Does the mother have an issue with her dating men? So it says yes. Oh, she's married. The, mm -hmm. uh, Diane. No, my daughter is Jimmy. I'm Diane. Yeah, Diane so is called, and she's asking about her daughter. 
Oh, I'm sorry. And the daughter is and the daughter is a married Virgo. I misunderstood. I'm under that's that's good. (laughs) So it so first there's a childhood issue that comes up very, very quickly and it is swaying yes and yes badly for that one. An issue with Diana. Uh, she doesn't have any issues with her father. Um, there is an issue resolving, revolving around how she was raised and how she is very um, and angry about how she felt it was unfair. Can it be resolved is a solid yes, as Conjurman seems. Mm-hmm. And I asked if a honey jar would help your relationship, and I got a solid yes as well. I uh, thought that. You okay. did? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and if you went, obviously, Conjurman, who gave you the advice on working with the air, which affects the head, which absolutely mm-hmm. makes sense considering she is holding on to a grudge and she has a kind of a, a problem with something that has happened in the past and how she was raised and treated, or at least in her perception, that working on the mind and the head makes a lot of sense. Um, could mm-hmm. she work a uh, skull candle on her daughter to influence mm-hmm. her? Yes. You can also work a skull candle to influence mm-hmm. her as well. So mm-hmm. if there was an issue, it, the issue is something from the past, um, mixing clarity and reconciliation products together, oil on a skull candle and praying over it to bring clarity to why things were the way they were and to also foster forgiveness between the two of you. And burning that over seven days will also um, help influence her. And while you do that, continue to um, pray for her to be open and clear. Okay. Off to Miss Pat, please. All right. Well, I'm I'm going to um, throw in some root work ideas now, what we can talk about. Um, So I was thinking about uh, the idea of this pendulum board and that it's an issue from childhood that she's now married and there have to be some adjustments made as far as the position of people within generations and within the walk of life, as it were. Um, Do you know what tarot cards are? Have you ever seen tarot cards? Oh, yes, I work with them. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'd like you, I'm using the Rider-Waite deck. I want you to get Mm -hmm. three tarot cards. The first card is, no, not right now, just write them down. The sun, the Mm -hmm. sun is the child, right? The lovers, Mm -hmm. And then the Ten of Pentacles. If you know those cards, you see the sun is the happy child on the gray horse, which is the mother. Then then we have the angel blessing the married couple with the lovers. Mm -hmm. And then with the Ten of Pentacles, we have the building of generations and family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have the older person on the bench and so forth. You know these cards well, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, because Contraman said this should take three weeks, 
I'm thinking mm-hmm. that I want you to put those three cards. You don't have to pull them out of your deck. You can photocopy them in color or print them off the Internet in case you mm-hmm. they'd get dirty with wax or whatever. I want you to mm-hmm. lay them out kind of like rays of a sun or a triangle or whatever. You can make a honey jar. So in the honey jar, you know how to make one. You sound someone who knows this business. Mm-hmm. But you could make a sugar jar, a honey jar. You're going to put in your name, her name, and any other family member who's a little tense or at odds. And you can put that in there. You can write a petition uh, and speak it aloud. You know, may we all dwell in harmony, Psalms number 133, if you like to work that way, or just say, may we reconcile and make up all differences and no more anger and no more hurt feelings and Mm -hmm. so forth. And you put that in the honey jar. You can also put in with it some herbs. Um, One of the best is cloves for friendship and balm of Gilead to uh, heal you know, suffering mm-hmm. or wounds between people. And you can fold mm-hmm. that up in a little paper, and that paper then goes into the honey jar. And mm-hmm. on this, you would burn candles for three weeks because conjurements would do this spell for three weeks. But mm-hmm. what I want you to do as you uh, work with them, I want you to think about those three cards and really meditate on them if you can, that this mm-hmm. was... The child, the safety of the child, the happiness of the child, the experiments that the child engages in riding on the horse. And the first week, I want you to just um, pray and speak speak out loud or quietly to yourself. Um, prayers, because this is air, remember prayer is mm-hmm. air. Um, you're going to be able to speak out loud. You can light a little incense if you want to for um, that, you know, for uh, safety of children or um, for the family type instance. The second week, you're going to work about how much you like her marriage, whether you do or don't. You're going to be supportive of her marriage, right? Unless the guy beats her, in which case offer a home, your home as a safe haven. But other than that, this woman has made a choice, and until she chooses different, or unless she chooses different, this is your job is to be supportive and don't speak ill of the husband. Does she have children with this husband? Yes, one child. And it's one child. Son. A stepson. A and oh, good. A child between the two of them. Good. Well, that's another version of thinking of the card of the son. It's the child on the grandmother. The horse is the old gray mare. So, um, yeah. So you can give that child a good, safe, happy ride. And so the third week, you're going to be focusing on prayers of the family for all generations to be um, happy together. Mm-hmm. And during these three weeks, as you burn these candles, now these are little four-inch candles that you would burn. I would burn one a day for three weeks. So you just get, but you could burn even smaller, like Hanukkah candles or birthday mm-hmm. candles. And uh-huh. so you would just burn one a day for seven days on, on the subject of childhood, uh, healing past injuries, making things, you know, remediating things. It's mm-hmm. nothing nothing is weirder than having your 38-year-old daughter said, "I'll never forget the day you blah 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 blah," right? <laughs> and um all of us older women know that one, and we all go, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, oh my god." There's only one way to respond, which is, "I'm so sorry, honey." Yeah. Right? You yeah. can't say, but you were... No, no, just don't. It's just, <laughs> I'm so sorry, honey. Is there any way I can make it up to you now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and often, a lot of repressed tears will come out. 
Mm-hmm. You never, you never, blah blah blah, right? But mm-hmm. you know, I know it's too late to that play now. It's long gone. But is there some <laughs> other thing I can do that'll make you happy? No. Now, if they go, no, nothing will ever make me happy. They're having a two-year-old meltdown, even though they're forty-five. You know what I mean? You just have to ride with it. You got to just ride with it. So there is something from childhood, and it's not um, probably as important to you as it was to her. Right? You know what I'm saying? Right? Oh, yeah. But if you can make a gift that undoes that problem, if you can say, you know, can I give you flowers? Can I give you chocolate? Can I, what can I do? Can I take you out to dinner? You know, don't just, not a hug. A hug will not be good enough. It's got, well, unless she says, you never hugged me, in which case you have to hug her, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but mm-hmm. it's usually something real real strange you know i mean i i can tell you from my life it's not what you expect always you know and from my client's life it's not always what you expect but you're Mm -hmm. going to just and don't say we need to air this and talk about it no you Mm -hmm. just need to be the all mother the sweet mother the helpful mother your words that's air are going to be very important and then when you get to the second one supportive of the marriage if she's if the problem is oh when i got married you said well he was no good and he, but he's really good and you never understood him say so, you know you can just sit down and say you know i was completely wrong honey he's mm. wonderful i've mm. completely changed my mind let her let her know that right and okay. if it's about the family there may be future fears you know how are we going to support grandma in her old age and my god what happens where's your money and where's our money and all those things just let, just remember money soothes the the family card is soothed by money right and it's soothed by multiple property ownership there's all those castles shown on that card so people have to be able to um uh separate launch themselves mm-hmm. into their own little nests and then meet with their be family moment there with their little Italian greyhounds or whatever they're doing there. So, um, <laughs> well, you know the card, you know why I said that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then also says reach out to the grandchild and let the grandchild become an advocate for you too, you know. Okay. Um, and it's a grand- so, That's what's going on. You are so right on. This is great. I'm so glad I called. Well, well, good. And I'm, I, I've been there, done that. Okay, so I'm just saying that's what that's what happens in in life. Um, the other thing that I would say is there's a book that we published called Women's Work, and um, buy a copy of Women's Work and read it. You'll learn a lot of spells for the family. And good luck to you. Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forceville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by Hoodoo Psychics, the first psychic line run entirely by Hoodoo practitioners. Receive a reading with a trusted root worker instantly. Call 1-888-4-HOODOO or visit hoodoopsychics.com. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and talk to today's second client. Our caller is Carrie calling from up. She is in our chat. 
<laughs> um, she indicates that she has not had a reading on this situation before. And her, she writes, there is a guy I've been seeing and we're not exclusive yet. I'm wondering if we will be, a, if we will be and if there's any work to push that along. Not a love spell. I don't want to make someone love me. More of a commitment type work. Turning it over to you, Miss Kat. Hello. Right. I'm, I'm on the call, too. Oh, okay. Oh, Hi. fantastic. <laughs> All right. Uh, you are live, Carrie. Okay. Hang so on. we're going to ask, I, we're going to ask a couple of, I'm sorry, what were you saying? I did send an email with the picture and date of birth, like it said to you on the, on the forum, just so you know if you haven't seen oh, that yet. That's, that's if we're doing an astrology reading. But oh, thanks for up. doing that. Yeah, we do that um, when we when we want the astrology readings. We uh, good to remind people we want the date of birth and a photo, and when we do psychometry readings, but we want them before you get on the air, so that we have time to exchange them to all the readers. But that won't today. We're using pendulums. But thanks. Okay. Um, so what sign are you, Carrie? I'm an Aries. An Aries, and what sign is the guy? Leo. Oh, that's kind of nice. You know, that's a, that's not bad at all. Aries and Leo, both fire. Um, the one thing to remember is that Aries like to start things. They're very bold. And um, Leos uh, are a bit more fixed, but they're very faithful. They're very loyal. And, um, um, yeah, we, we are um, hoping for the best for that. Aries and Leo, it's a very good idea. All right. Well, I think I'm going to do um, a pendulum reading now, and I'm going to um, have J.D. do the second reading, and then we're going to have Conjurman do your spell work. So I'm going to use one of these fabulous charts in this book that I told you about. And I'm going to pick a chart here, not the food scale. No, we don't need the food scale. <laughs> We're going to pick the mood scale. All right. So I've opened it up to the mood scale, and I'm going to ask, what is the Leo guy's mood with respect to Carrie? Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm getting an elliptical loop, and it's looping over three of the things. One is lonely, involved, depressed. So there's something about him that's a little bit on the negative side. Lonely would say that he seeks out your company out of fear of loneliness. Involved means, yeah, he's involved with you, but depressed is also going to keep him on the negative side. That's sort of an interesting idea that's not going to move it very quickly to, um, you know, to a commitment or, um, you know, him. Okay. Now I'm going to use a different one of these charts, and this is a chart called Tolerance and Stress. I love this chart. So I'm going to say, if you do root work on him, how much can he tolerate before he feels stress? Do you understand the question, what that's going to be? It's going to be a scale from zero to 100. Like you could, if it was 100, you can go, you know, all in on the root work before he feels any stress. 
if it's zero, you can't do any root work. So that's what we're looking for is the scale here. Um, how will root work affect him? Will he feel it? Will you know how how heavy can you go in on trying to get him? Okay, I'm getting a 70, clear 70. Okay, so that's 70% root work. Now, what I mean by that is, I don't want you to be doing doll babies. That's at 100. You, you may understand what I mean, it may not, but may, some other people yeah. may. We're going to be doing. Uh, we certainly can be doing candle magic. We can be doing food magic, and we can also add a few forms of work at 70. But we're not going to be going in stronger than 70 because that's just going to be stressful for him. He's going to feel it. We might even want to back off a little bit and, you know, make it a nice 60. Um, So then I'm going to ask another question, which is, again, going back to that mood chart, which is kind of fun. I'm going to ask, if root work is done, will this produce a change in him? And I'm getting a very good one here. It's courageous, confident. These are right next to each other, courageous, confident. And so that tells me that if you do the root work that's prescribed and do it at at an intensity level of 70 uh, out of 100, that it will build up his confidence and his courage. Now, courage is interesting for a Leo because, of course, we always know about the cowardly lion. Lions are known for their courage. And there is an oil that we make called crucible of courage, which has the head of a lion on it. Um, Something and this loneliness and this depression needs to be kind of pushed away and some confidence and courageousness needs to be added. It's not that he doesn't feel involved with you he does feel involved but there's a kind of a limit on his own emotions and so what we're looking here according to this pendulum chart it would be building up his confidence and his courage to um, relate to you and really give you uh, his fullest um, self so i'm going to ask um, one more question using another pendulum chart here I have the color ray chart, which is also relates to days of the weeks and colors of candle. And I'm just going to say, and what color candle should we use? Wow. Okay. I'm getting yellow, a yellow candle. That would be probable for um, a Leo and urinaries, which is red. But yellow candle is what the answer that we get here. Okay. So that that is how to use a pendulum chart on that. And now we're going to uh, turn this over to J.D., and he's going to do a reading. Thank you. Hi, Carrie. Hi. Thank you, Miss Kat. I'm going to do a pendulum reading as well. I am using a chakra pendulum, and I'm using the uh, pendulum board that has the half circle with the letters and the yes and no on it. So my first question is, is the Leo looking to date in a relationship with Carrie the Aries? And the answer is yes, he's interested in dating. Next question is, is the man, the Leo, interested in a long-term relationship with Carrie the Aries? And it is kind of going into the no 
Navy area, so still to be determined. Um, so there's still some space there for that. Is how long, so now I'm going to look at um, numerically and see how long, without any root work, how long could, will things last on their own? And on their own, I am getting a solid eight weeks from the pendulum. Okay. Um, next question, pendulum, is he happy with Carrie Bill Carrie Bill he is happy with you. Pendulum, is there an um, emotional issue that the Leo has to work through at this time? Yes. There seems to be a blockage on his end regarding his own ability to handle his emotions and possibly um, past hurts that are causing um, blocks for your current situation. And the pendulum is swinging very strong yes right now screaming yes at me. So one of the things that you need to work on with him, particularly in your root work, is helping clear away his past hurts and, and get him open and ready for love. Okay. And I'm going to pass this to Conjurman to hear what great root work he has for you. Uh-oh. Where's Conjurman? Have we lost Conjurman? Hello, can you hear me? Hello. There he is. Oh, I was speaking. I couldn't. Um, <laughs> you all were, we couldn't be. I couldn't be heard. I felt like a ghost. <laughs> you all were like, "Where's Conjurman?" And I'm like, "Hello, I'm here." <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad that I can be heard now. Uh, yes, you've gotten some fantastic readings here. I'm going to give you some work recommendation that's targeted directly towards getting a Leo to, to come to you and, and to love you. A Leo is a fixed sign. It's a, once they decide that they love you, they can love you quite strongly and, and, and in a great way. But it can be a little bit difficult to get them to that point. Um, part of it involves catching their attention. There's an element of admiration that's required here. So what I want you to do is actually get a yellow candle, like Miss Cat said, and you're going to, at the bottom of this candle, write this person's name and their date of birth, and then baptize it in their name. Say, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and then in the name of the Holy Ghost. You are now so-and-so. What happens to you will happen to them. You're going to take this candle. You're going to get some crucible of courage bath crystals, and you're going to dissolve that with healing bath crystals in some warm water. Then you're going to get a small hand towel, and you're going to dip it into this tea that you've brewed or this bath that you've brewed, and you're just going to lightly wash this candle downward. And as you do, I want you to whisper and speak to it as if it is this person. You're going to say, now there's a reason why I want you to use a regular yellow candle rather than a figural candle, and you'll see just a moment. You're going to use this yellow, yellow candle. You're going to wash it just very lightly. You're not going to soak it in the bath. You're just going to lightly wash it with this hand towel, and you're going to say, whatever holds you back is removed. Whether, whatever hurts you have are healed. Whatever hesitations you have, I remove. You're going to pray over it. You're going to pray over it, washing it gently and sweetly, letting it all sort of wash down. Now let this entire thing air dry. Let the air dry dispose of the bath away from you. You're then going to take some love me oil and fires of love oil, 
and you are going to anoint this candle along with some come to me oil. You're going to anoint this candle and really getting the oil, massaging it into the candle, speaking to it, telling this person to come to you and love you. You're going to get cubic berries and you're going to stud the candle. This is why you want a freestanding uh, candle. Rather than a figural candle, figural candle is a little harder to stud in this way. It can be done, but it's trickier. You're just going to take this candle, so you want something like a six-inch or a little bit jumbo candle, yellow candle, and you're going to stud it. And what that means is you're going to stick the cubeb into the candle itself. You can melt it in using a pen, and you're going to stick it in a spiral going down from the wick down to the bottom. This is a fantastic working. I've recommended it on the forum many, many times. Whenever you're dealing with a lover that is hesitant, cuba berries are good to make people willing. They draw out the willingness for love. And so when you stud the candle, what you're actually doing is working on their resistance as the candle burns down. So now that you've studded this candle, you're going to place this in a heat-proof bowl, sprinkle some rose petals and some lovage root. Put the candle right in the middle and light the candle and pray over it. Let it burn down over seven days. Burning the candle and popping out those cuba berries one by one will remove what hesitation, delays, doubts, etc. are there. Let this entire thing melt down. On the last day, once it's melted, take some of the cuba berries that have popped off and sprinkle it where he'll walk through it. Keep the rest of it under your bed and bury the wax in your front yard. This is to draw this person to your house and then into your bed. Within three weeks, you two should sleep together. If you don't, that is a sign that things are far more serious than you imagine, and it may be time to either call in a professional or to reconsider whether it's worth it. You might need to move on. But if within those three weeks you do sleep together, when you do, I want you to take a towel and wipe down his sexual fluid. So take another hand towel, wipe wipe his sexual fluid down. Take this towel, knot it, put a nice big knot in it, say, I have now joined you to me, you are mine. You're going to then smoke it in Love Me Incense for three days and bury it in your backyard, and this will keep his love fixed on you. So what we're doing is a balance of healing whatever harms and doubts there are, removing his hesitation, and then joining him to you in love. So we're sort of escalating this power. We start off with healing using this bathing technique in which the candle is washed in this tea. Then we work on the hesitation, bringing this person to you as a lover. This is a candle with the Cuba berries and the love me oil, the fires of love oil, and the come to me oil. You burn that down, then you draw him to you quite literally sprinkling the sprinkle of the Cuban berries in his front yard and sprinkling them in your uh, yard, I mean, under your bed, burying everything in the wax, and then keeping him with you with this knot spell at the end. So you've got three different workings here, conjuring by three, removing and healing, drawing him to you, and then keeping him with you. That's my recommendation. Uh, If you do this, you have a pretty strong chance of getting him to you. There is a built-in time limit here. Within three weeks, this person should be in your bed. If this person is not in your bed within three weeks, then you need to to reassess. 
is there is there too much work being done here in order to draw this person to you? If within three weeks you can't get this person into your bed with the first part of the spell, then you might need to really reconsider, maybe consider doing a, another divination at that point, um, or even cut and clear. That's a decision you will have to make at that time. Let's see if JD and Miss Cat have anything further to add. Right, um, we do. And Reverend James just asked the question I was going to ask. Did you say to smoke the rag in some incense? Yes, love me incense. Smoke it and knot it. Smoke it for three days, then bury it in your backyard. Okay, love me incense three days. Okay, I knew there was something. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And And you tie the knot at the beginning of the three days. Yes, you tie it after you wipe this person down. The first day you tie it in the knot, mm-hmm. then you smoke it in the incense, and then bury it after the third day. Okay, okay, got it. Okay, and that's it. That's really well expressed. And for folks who are new to this show, this is Contraman's mm-hmm. three-part working. And Contraman has become the guru of three-part workings. <laughs> and... um at the Hoodoo Heritage Festival, he gave a whole workshop on three-part workings. And you can buy that workshop. It's about an hour-long workshop with many, many more details. It costs $25. And you can um, then you can uh, uh, have all of the information that underlies this that is the, the basis for why he did this in three parts. 25 bucks, and you get a... Um, a little flyer PDF that you can print out, and you get an hour worth of conjurman giving you the details on why three-part spells. It's wonderful, and um, the online classes are really great. All right. Uh, yes, it's called Conjuring by Threes with Conjurman. Conjurman, Conjurman, does everything a conjure can. We need to make a theme song like that. No, I would love a theme song. <laughs> what? I could, you would, I would love, love a theme, theme song, song like that? <laughs> well, darn, I thought it would three. embarrass you. It would embarrass you, I thought, but I know you like comics. I know you do. <laughs> Maybe we could okay. put Heidi on that. That would be really great, <laughs> there we go. you know, with some really tacky background music. Um, uh, JD, do you have any more ideas on Conjurman's root work? Yeah, I love the spell. It's great. The only thing I was thinking of adding, and it's an old spell, similar to to hold a man down, is um, either taking a railroad spike and knotting the underwear around it or burying it next to a a tree root so that as the tree grows, the Mm. roots hold them. Good. I like that. Fantastic. All right. Next up is the Network Tritone and the schedule announcement. LMC. You're listening to the LMC Radio Network, broadcasting out of Forestville, California, on the World Wide Web at LuckyMojo.com. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Contraman. Sundays, 3 to 
Mystics, Mages, and Magical Places with Reverend Art and Reverend James. Mondays, 4 to 5.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain in syndication. Tuesdays, The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Deborah Voigt. Tuesdays, 4 to 5. And The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay. In syndication, Thursdays. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment from our special guest, JD of hoodoohousedetroit.com in Detroit, Michigan. Take it away, JD. Thank you, Reverend James. All right. This week, I am bringing us a spell on how to increase and master new skills in divination while you're practicing those skills. Um, So what we're going to do is you will need a white skull candle. You'll need psychic vision oil to enhance psychic abilities. Master key oil, which is known for aiding in learning and practicing spiritual work, such as divination or root work. Psychic Vision Incense to increase psychic abilities. Master Key Sachet Powder, again, which is known for helping with spiritual practices and increasing those skills. Althea Herb to increase psychic ability. Honest Seed to increase psychic ability. Celery Seed to increase and also draw out latent psychic abilities, uh, maybe that you haven't really built on or worked on and master of the woods to overcome obstacles and to have mastery over what you're learning. You'll take the skull candle and name and baptize it in your name, and you'll take a sharp object to poke three holes in the skull, making one in the back of the head, the crown of the head, and one in the third eye. Take the incense and mix it with some crumbled althea herb and light it. And you want to keep that burning as you work the uh, skull, so you would like to have some of that ready. Dress the skull with psychic vision oil and master key oil as you pray to enhance the skill that you're working on. For example, if you are working to increase your ability with a pendulum, um, then you would ask that. If you're working to increase your skill with a tarot deck or um, you know, tea leaf reading, you would ask for that. You're then going to take the herbs and crush them up as you pray your petition over them and mix them with the master key sachet powder. You will dust this under the skull, making sure to get some of it into the holes of the skull. Take the sachet powder and draw a triangle with an eye in the center and place the candle in the center of the eye. Light it and pray Joel 2.28. I will pour out my spirit unto, upon all flesh and your sons and daughters shall prophecy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall, shall see visions. As this candle burns, Take out the device you are working with. Again, if this is you are working with a pendulum or cards or whatever device you're using, um, and dress them with this oil while you recite Psalms 228 over it again and your petition. If you're working with a pendulum board, you can dress the four corners or the four spots of it and one in the center of it with the oil blend as well, and then work with your tool. You would then continue to practice with the tool you are using um, while the skull is burning. 
you would extinguish it and continue this work for seven days until the candle is burnt. Then take the leftover herbs and sachet powder from the work and put them into a glass dish on your altar with a star honest pod in the center and keep it there when you're practicing your new skill or doing readings. Wow. All right. This is the kind of spell that a lot of people ask for because mm-hmm. they want to know how to get better at what it is that we do. And there are ways, and this is a really, really nice way. Thank you for writing all of this out. This is um, um, really good. And, I, and I'm going to say something about the skull candle here. Um, again, speaking of contraband, skull candles existed long before a little conjure baby was born, before he was a conjure tot. But um, the skull candle popularity of the current day, I place directly at Conjurman's feet. He's the person who just began writing about them and writing about them. And others have run with it, uh, Miss Aida most notably. But Conjurman was the one who took the skull candle and said, this is what we can do with it. Here we have a candle spell that owes a lot to Conjurman, although it's 100% JD. And it's really great. Master Key Oil is an oil that comes from the uh, work of uh, L.W. DeLorence and very old uh, guy who used to sell spiritual supplies back in the day. So I'm looking at this. I'm going, this is a really classic spell. So thank you very much, J.D. I have nothing to add to it. It's just um, really amazing. So thank you. I do want to sh- I love this particular wording. It's fantastic. And I love the use of Master Key. Uh, underrated uh, product. Very underrated. No one really talks about Master Key oil, but it's so great. Um, one of those things that will unlock occult abilities, spiritual abilities. I love working with it. It also smells pretty good. Uh, and just taking a whiff of it before you do any sort of divination is a good way to open up your psychic abilities. It's like yeah. a little trick there. Just give it a sniff before you pull those cards and see what happens. Yeah, there's a there's something about Master Key. It's a very old formula. It has a kind of a ancient smell to it. It's different than some of the modern ones, and it's really nice. And um, uh, L. W. DeLorence was a was a noted perfumer in his day, and I just have to say he did a good job designing that scent profile. Uh, Psychic Vision is another one that has its own scent profile. Very different. Some people just adore it. They'll say, no, no. It's very strong compared to some of the others. And uh, a little bit goes a long way with psychic vision oil. So this is a great spell. Now, if you want to be a reader, um, there are many ways to learn how to become a reader. I'd also recommend the business side of becoming a reader. I recommend a book called the Fortune Teller's Guide to Success by Valentina Burton. And uh, she wrote this book and published it herself. And then after a while, we picked up the publication rights and we give her the royalties. And so check that out. The Fortune Teller's Guide to Success by Valentina Burton. Okay. And there is our delightful music. And so we're going to turn this over to Reverend James, who's going to 
read us our little outros, and then we're going to come back. And I'm here to tell you before we go to Reverend James, my finger has stopped bleeding. All is well in Fingerland. Mm. Take it away. Take it away, Reverend James. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Miss Cat and Conjure Man, and thank you, JD of HoodooHouseDetroit.com in Detroit, Michigan, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers will be Angela Horner of LotusRavenConjure.com. That is Raven, R-A-B-Y-N, in Santa Rosa, California, bringing us the topic of family magic from great-grandmother to grandchild. Once again, we've come to the end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Cat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjureman at conjuremanconsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Reverend James, joining you from folkconjure.com in North Carolina. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via luckymojo.com forward slash radio show dot html. From all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you will hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Good night. And remember, folks, if you just can't get enough of the Jug Band Waltz, you can always call the Lucky Mojo Curio Company at 707-887-1521 and say, I'd like to be put on hold so I can hear the music. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I have nothing much more to report except I'm going to reiterate that the wholesale ordering shopping cart has arrived in our world. Come on, guys. Order wholesale now. It's never been easier. In fact, it's always been hard, but now it's easy. And uh, if you find any errors, please call up and let us know. Ask me to put on hold and listen to the music a little bit and then (laughs) tell them what your problem is. (laughs) (laughs) And um, in the meantime, um, my right ring finger sends um, greetings, and it's um, already beginning to heal. It's feeling better already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night, all. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.